there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. This is Mr. P with Mr. P Explorers. And if you are tuning in right now, you are back for another episode of Mr. P's Tales from the Road. Uh, it's kind of funny that we're doing this like this. I, I am actually, you were hearing me from last week. All right. This episode was actually recorded last week after I did uh, the episode on Detroit. So uh, it's kind of a weird thing. I've never done this before. I, I just happened to have some extra time tonight and I was feeling it. So here we are. Um, I am actually preparing myself to make the trip to St. Louis, uh, St. Louis, Missouri this weekend. So by the time you guys hear this, I will have already been there and been back. So, um, you know, I'm sure I'll have lots more stories to tell, but I figured what I do with this episode is maybe lay a couple stories from the last trip on you. The first time we went there, uh, tell a couple tales about that. Um, the, the wonderful city of St. Louis, Missouri. It is a very old city with a lot of history, a lot of things going on there, um, abandoned and otherwise. So uh, I figured that tonight would be the perfect night to do that as I am packing my bags and get my camera gear ready and all of that and making the last minute uh, uh, preparations for that. So, uh, so grab a drink, relax, have a seat, and uh, let's talk about last summer when we went down to St. Louis. Uh, I, uh, I had always wanted to go to St. Louis. We, uh, myself and Wasteland Explorer, uh, from Detroit, we had been talking about heading to some new territory where we'd never explored before. And, uh, it had been recommended to us by Midwest Urbex up in Milwaukee that we check it out. Uh, he had been there the winter before. And so, uh, with him, we planned with, with, with the both of them, I planned a trip down to St. Louis last August. Uh, Wasteland Explorer and I uh, met each other in Toledo, Ohio. He came down from Detroit. I came out from Cleveland, and we carpooled and drove the seven-plus hours of, of nothing but Indiana corn all right, uh, to get to St. Louis. Uh, it was a crazy drive. Uh, it was a very monotonous drive. It was one of those drives that is best done with somebody else and not by yourself. Um, if you've ever driven that, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. There's not much to see. It's all farms and corn and more corn and just for fun uh, fields of corn. All right, uh, it's not uh, not a whole lot of excitement to go to go through there uh, between between here and St. Louis. But uh, once we got there, uh, the fun began almost instantly. So I'll tell you a couple stories about that tonight. Um, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right off the bat, St. Louis, if you're from uh, the Northeast, if you're from the Rust Belt, uh, when you travel down that way, uh, especially in the summertime, right, August, um, we found out very quickly that it is much, much hotter than we are used to down there, all right, summers, summers in Ohio, summers in Michigan, you know, they're hot, it can get sticky, it can get up into the 90s, uh, and, you know, you drink a lot of water, or in, in some cases, Mountain Dew, as we are known to do, uh, whatever you've got, Gatorade, you, you know, you, you're fine. Uh, we were not prepared for the inferno uh, that we received when we stepped out of the car in St. Louis. Um, it is very hot down there. Hot, it's, it's not much hotter than here, but the humidity is insane. Like, it felt like a thousand percent humidity. It was just, it was just, ugh. Just oppressive. That's all. That's best I can say is oppressive. All right. It felt like you were being oppressed the whole time you were there. But uh, you know, we decided to stick it out and 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 dive in. And uh, you know, that Saturday morning when we woke up at five in the morning to roll, uh, we we did that. We got we got our drinks and our cooler, and off we went to uh, to see what we could see. 
Midwest Urbex hadn't arrived yet, so we uh, took it upon ourselves to head out and check out some different things that we had had pinned. Uh, we didn't know much about St. Louis at the time. It was new. Uh, we had uh, done some research on our own and uh, had found a couple spots, so we decided to, to check out. And one of the first places we hit um, was a, a very, very old Catholic church on the western end of St. Louis. And uh, when we arrived, it, it, the sun was still coming up. Um, there was uh, a homeless girl on the street talking to herself in front of this church. Um, and, and she, you know, she said hi to us and just, uh, you know, we parked down the street and she didn't pay us any mind. We were just part of the, part of the, um, the scenery for her. You know, she, she didn't pay us any mind, but we, we had to get into this church through a window. Um, and most of this church was covered in what I assume was kudzu. All right. Uh, kudzu was one of those Southern plants that covers everything. Um, if you've ever seen pictures of kudzu, uh, it, it coats everything it, 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 it hits, um, if you don't know what kudzu is, kudzu was actually brought in, I want to say in the 1960s. They brought it in down south. It's a Japanese plant. It's a ground-covering plant to help, you know, keep the ground from eroding. And they figured, well, if it works in Japan, we'll bring it here. Well, what they didn't realize was that kudzu was actually more tenacious here than it was in Japan because of the temperatures, and it just went apeshit. All right, kudzu all over the south now uh, from the 60s. So whenever you go down south, uh, you will see that covering everything in some places where it never exists. It's an invasive species. All right, so this church had uh, what I assume was, it looked maybe it was ivy. It looked like kudzu. I had seen kudzu. I, I could be wrong. But uh, we had to, to walk through these thick carpets of this vine with these leaves. Uh, it, it, it just, it, and it was sweltering hot. So add to that the juiciness of walking through greenery. If you've ever done that in the summertime, you, you, you know, it just, it's the, 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 the ground, the, the plants, you know, they hold that heat in. So it's even hotter as you're walking through. But we walked, you know, through this, 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 this back lot of, of kudzu or whatever it was to this open window. And, and this was the jankiest church I have ever been in. Uh, and I've been through, through a few, um, we had to climb in on a makeshift ladder. It was basically a board with some, some other boards nailed onto it. And we had to climb up this thing to get into the window. And instantly I realized that we, you know, we could go through the floor at any time. This church, uh, the floors here were so bad that I was just waiting to go down into the basement. I mean, we were, we were, we were holding our breath the entire time. When we finally got to the sanctuary of this place, I, I had never seen a church that blown out. And you could tell it, at one time it had been a beautiful church. It had been this huge, you know, white painted church that had stained glass and just, uh, you know, it had been a big open space and it had just been ravaged by time. Uh, even the graffiti there was old. Like it, it hadn't been, nobody had touched it graffiti wise in a long time. Um, it was just this, this blown out, destroyed church. Um, and again, the floors were so bad, I just, I was just, I'm like, we're going to die. <laughs> On our first place here in St. Louis, Missouri, we were going to fall through the floor and wind up dead. But luckily we didn't. Um, we got wise. You know, the first time things started getting soft, we're like, all right, let's get some shots. Let's get the shot of the sanctuary and let's get the hell out of here. So we, we didn't, we didn't stay very long there. We, we, uh, we, we took off. So we were there maybe about a half hour, but that was our first experience in St. Louis. Um, 
After that, we just kind of drove around and hit a couple pins of some things we had we had both found, you know, online or on Google Google Maps, and uh, just kept drawing blanks. You know, uh, they were either boarded up or sealed up and and whatnot. But then we we uh, kind of, and this is kind of how this works. We were driving around through a neighborhood when we came upon something we we didn't expect to find: an abandoned school that was open. All right. It was a little elementary school that had not been closed very long. Uh, it was, it was. I, I don't even think it was in St. Louis proper. It was in one of the the, the surrounding cities that was kind of right up against St. Louis. Um, but it was, it was in the middle of a neighborhood. You could tell it wasn't the best of neighborhoods. We definitely stood out there. Um, we were not. Uh, we did not belong there. The people that lived there knew we didn't belong there, especially when we come out with our camera gear. But the back door to this place was wide open. Uh, there's a door into the gym. And, you know, you, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, you take it. So we, we went in there, and uh, we explored the school. And, and it was mostly scrapped. There wasn't a whole lot to see, but it was, it was, it was a place in St. Louis to explore, this little elementary school. And it, it, it was kind of cool. It had, uh, it had some uh, murals on the walls. Um, the kids had, had artwork. Which was, and for me, it was exciting because it was Greek mythology. They, were, they had done, like, Greek mythology drawings, and, like, the drawings were still up in the classroom. Uh, of the gods and goddesses, so that was kind of cool. Uh, somewhere I've got shots of that uh, off my phone. I don't, I don't know, but um, you know, we were there about an hour, I would say, and uh, that's when we got a text from Midwest Urbex that he was going to meet us there. He was going to meet us at uh, at this place. Um, now we 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 shot we shot the the school. The last thing we shot was the gym where we came in. This little gym. And uh, my tripod had been it had been jiggly, and I had to I had to you know tune it up a little bit with my hex my hex uh, uh, screw, uh, you know I had, I had to tighten it up. So we went out to the car to wait for Midwest Urbex, right? And uh, as as we were messing around in the trunk and and, and fixing things uh, across the street, there was a a lady, uh, an African American lady who was, who was in, in a car and it was, it was, a, it was an apartment building and they were, she was parked there talking to what I assume was a tenant or, you know, whatever was going on. And they, they kept looking over at us and, and they knew we didn't belong there. Um, and, uh, while we were screwing around, you know, inside of this, uh, this, this place, um, a cop rolled up on us. You know, a, a local cop and asked us what we were doing there. And of course, we we basically told him, you know, we, we're just we're just photographers. You know, we he's like, are you guys have you guys been in that school over there? And we're like, nope, no, we have not. <laughs> Instantly, nope. He's like, well, you know, why why do you, why would why do you have your camera equipment? We're like, well, we saw the old playground there and we thought it looked interesting with all the rust and stuff, so we were taking pictures of that. But we 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 wouldn't go inside the school. You know, we told him, of course. Um, and so he drove off. He, 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 I'm sure he knew we were full of crap, but he drove off, and we figured we were done. And um, the 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 African American lady comes across the street to us and says, "Oh man, he's messing with you." And we're like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, you guys don't belong here." And it turns out she was a realtor. She was really cool. She talked to us for maybe like five minutes or so, and she said, "Yeah, they 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 mess with everybody that doesn't belong here. You guys, you guys, you know, you might want to you might want to skip on out of here. They'll be back." And um, that's when Midwest uh, Urbex showed up, and uh, he and, and the guy that came along with him, they decided they were going to go into that school. We're like, all right, well, we'll wait out here for you guys. We'll hang out in the car, and uh, you guys go in and get your shot. So they, they go into the school, and we're waiting on this side street, and sure enough, the cops roll up again. All right, 
And I don't, somebody must have called or tipped them off because, uh, or maybe they saw that there was yet another car with out of state plates parked there, but they went into the school and they dragged our friends out. <laughs> and we uh, decided to get the hell out of there. Uh, they frog marched these guys out of the school in cuffs. Um, what a way to show up in the city, right? First place you stop and they, they, they cuff you. Now, luckily, uh, they were able to talk their way out of it. The cops let them go. Um, we met up with them later on, but uh, it was it was not it's not not a great way to start things off in a new city, um, to be handcuffed and interrogated and whatnot. And you know, once they realized that they weren't there to scrap or to steal or anything like that, they let them go with a little warning. In fact, the cops that the cops that cuffed them once they uncuffed them and let them go, they're like, it's like you guys don't need to go in here. There's like plenty of other like like better like better abandoned buildings to go into. They actually gave our friends other abandoned schools that were way worse off that nobody cares about they actually you know that's it was it was bizarre um but we decided to get the hell out of that neighborhood they, they were not they were not st louis police they were i forget the the name of the the city but they were right next to st louis right um so we got out of there we met back up with them and had some laughs and of course you know the adrenaline was running we're like oh man like we did not expect to run into because we're used to detroit Right or or Milwaukee or Cleveland where the cops don't care they're like get out of here just, just get get out um, I nobody had ever been cuffed before and I was just counting my lucky stars that it wasn't me um, we we had gotten out before that was a problem and we had tried to text them we were like get out of the school you know get out of there and they didn't see it until it was too late so the cops uh, were waiting for them in that gym that we were in but you know crazy things happen. So after that, we, we, we spent the day hitting a couple of different places. We, um, we went out to a place called Cement, Cementland. I wanted to say Cement City, but that's something different. Cementland. Um, Cementland has a crazy story to it. Basically, it, it, it is a cement plant, an old abandoned cement plant, uh, down close to the river uh, in St. Louis. And it is... How do I put this? It is huge. Uh, it's bigger than any cement factory I've ever seen before. Just vast, huge buildings, giant concrete buildings with catwalks and uh, you know old machinery and rusted up stuff, and just these huge open vistas. You know, on these catwalks, you can look you know like 200, 300 meters you know down this huge building, and down in the bottom of this of these buildings, you know, the water has piled up, and you have basically swamps that have grown in the bottoms of these giant factories um and it made for a hell of a shot but uh it was it just was uh, at that point what, what wound up happening was the heat started getting to us you know we're used to up here in the north we have some water we're fine you have to drink non-stop in st louis okay you have to drink non-stop like if you don't want to get dehydrated you got to be drinking constantly and me i'm a bigger dude all right i'm a bigger guy and uh, as we're in this place, as we're working our way through this giant, you know, massive complex of buildings, um, I started to get dehydrated. And I didn't, I didn't think about it because I was, it was in the shade. I mean, it was hot, you know, as we're walking through this massive place. Um, I kept sipping a little bit of the water I had. I was, you know, we, we, didn't, we only had like these little bottles. So just a little sip every now and again, but it wasn't enough. The heat was so crazy that um, because of my size... Um, my body was sucking up the water faster than the other guys were. Um, so about halfway through, I started getting the most insane cramps I have ever had in my entire life. 
all right we're we're in this this uh this section uh that had like multiple levels with stairwells that went up and down where they had cut out uh giant machines you could like see holes through the floor you could look up through and it was very open it was very you could tell there had been more machines there at one point uh you know i I don't know what they had done in that section but mixing who knows um but anyway we were we were walking through this and shooting and uh, I twisted myself ever so slightly when I was setting up my camera, and I had a, my, my, my whole side just seized up. My muscles just said, nope, hell with this, and they twisted. Like, the, the, the water, the lack of water forced my body to contort, and I could not shake. Like, I started twisting my body to try to undo that kink in my side, and the other side went. And all of a sudden, everything just started to twist up and, and seize up and cramp. And it was the worst pain I think I've ever experienced in my entire life. I mean, I've broken bones. I've stepped on nails. I've done all kinds of stuff, you know, uh, over the years. I've, I've, you know, I've broke, torn rotator cuffs, all that stuff. This was the worst pain I've ever had in my entire life. Um, I fell to the ground, screaming in pain. All right. Uh, the F word was uh, just just a, a stream of F bombs just dropping out of my mouth. And Wasteland Explorer, who was was down one level, shooting down one level, he, he comes running. He thought I was getting nut. He thought I got attacked by somebody. He thought somebody you know, there was a crackhead or something in the building. And he comes running up the steps, just like what the hell's going on? And he sees me laying there, curled up on the floor, just screaming in agony, swearing up a storm. He has no idea. He he thinks I've been knifed or hit with something or maybe something fell on me. He doesn't know what's going on. And there's nothing he could do. There was nothing he could do. I was laying there, just rolling around, and, and I didn't even care. I was sweaty, and I was rolling around in the dust. I had, like, paint chips and asbestos and all kinds of crap all over me. I didn't even notice. Um, it took everything I had to crawl over to the stairwell and try to flatten myself out into some kind of uh, reclining position and to try to breathe, try to breathe slowly and let the muscles loosen up. Right, all he could do was give me his water, and I started downing that, and it it didn't make a dent. I mean, it just it hurt so bad. But eventually, it 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 loosened up enough where I could get up and walk, and I it, I felt like I had been hit by a bus. Right, I don't know how to explain it, but everything hurt. I know this. I I, I know this is a bad example. I'm I'm sure it's not even close to the actual pain of what I'm about to to say. It felt like it might be, but I can only imagine that it feels like this to to give birth. It probably, I'm probably under, 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 uh, you know, undervaluing that, but it, it, I, I can't even imagine, like, if giving birth feels worse than this, then, ladies, I, you have my utmost respect completely, because that, that, it hurt that bad. It felt like I was, like, gonna die. I thought I was gonna die. Seriously, I thought I was gonna die. Um, that was when it was time to leave. We had only we had only gotten to half the complex. Again, this place is so big with so much stuff going on. Um, it was at that point where like we need to leave and get him some water. Uh, and I felt like a total ass because I, I was ruining the explorer for these guys. You know, I felt like you know the old the old fat guy uh, falls and and cramps up and it ruins it for for everybody else. But we we left and we found uh, you know the nearest gas station we could find and I just bought probably like four or five Gatorades and just started pounding them. Um, it was it was rough. I mean, and for the rest of the weekend, that dehydration just kept hitting me and hitting me and hitting me. Like, it wouldn't give up. And I, no matter how much I drank, those cramps kept coming back. 
and I tried real hard not to let it bother me or to let them even notice, to let everybody else notice that this was going on, right? But it was just bad news. Um, we had gone downtown that night. We went downtown into, into downtown St. Louis uh, to do some shooting. We went, we went down to the, uh, the flood walls. If you're not familiar with the flood walls, the flood walls are right up against the Mississippi River. Uh, there are these big, long walls that were built to try to maintain floods, like if the river ever floods, which it has in the past, uh, and has caused a ton of damage to the surrounding area. But um, they built these walls to you know, maintain floods, and of course, graffiti artists over the years have used them as canvases, uh, and that was the case. But uh, I, I'm not sure exactly how long this has been going on, but every year in St. Louis, they do an event called Paint Louis. Right where uh, graffiti artists are allowed to go in and create masterpieces on the walls, and so you have like a mile of these walls, all painted up, right, uh, with all these crazy front and back, so you can go on both sides, and uh, you can just paint. So we we went and shot them. We figured it'd be easier. Let's go shot. Let's go shoot the flood walls. All right, it's not as high impact. Um, dehydration won't be as big of a deal. The cars right there. We can we can always turn on the air conditioning. Whatever. So we spent some time doing that. Um, I, I can't, I can't stress enough how hazy it was. Like we were right on the Mississippi, like the river. You can see Illinois across. You can see East East St. Louis across the river. It 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 was so hazy. I I I have never seen it that hazy in in Cleveland ever, even in the worst of times. Um, and just again, oppressive, oppressive heat. And the breeze meant nothing. The breeze did absolutely nothing to to make it feel better. Um, kind of cool down there we found some abandoned abandoned uh backhoes like the backhoes that like that had the jackhammers on them to to uh to demo, uh, demolish a building they were sitting there just these these busted up old backhoes um that people had spray painted all over so that was kind of cool but uh one of the coolest things about about that area you know right around the flood walls right near downtown um are the rail bridges that cross over the mississippi Right, uh, St. Louis is a huge port city. You know, it's 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 on the Mississippi. Um, it's the, like the gateway to the West. They call it. You know, it's the gateway, and you know a lot of railroads come through there on their way west. And uh, there are these massive trestles that go out over the Mississippi. You know, these big high trestles. You know, so boats can go underneath them. But the approach to the river, you know, is this tangle of giant, massive metal trestle structures. You know, you could walk underneath them and look up, and it's all this crazy geometrical designs and uh, train tracks crossing over each other and, and connecting, and it's amazing. We spent some time under there. If you're ever down there by the flood wall, I highly suggest you go over there. Uh, there's some cool shots. There's some cool things to see under there. It's really, really neat. All right. Um, that night, we spent we spent the night riding around on those little lime scooters. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of those scooter scooters. I don't know if your city's got those. I know Cleveland has them. I don't know. I think Detroit has some of those too, where you can rent them and they're all, you know they're like powered scooters. You know you can you can pay with a credit card on your phone and, and you can zip around town on those. So we were riding around on those for hours. Uh, and the problem though with those those scooters is that um, when you get close to any kind of monument or park. They stop like they don't want you riding around real fast on those things because you could hit somebody that's in a in a touristy area and they don't want that. So you're zipping along and all of a sudden it just stops and you come to a halt and uh, there's no way to power it. So you're walking this thing and it, it, it gives resistance. Like it, it won't you can't just it, it, it was a pain in the ass. Um, 
we were all getting pissed off about it because we, we wanted to move and you couldn't, like, especially by the, the arch, you know, the St. Louis arch. In that area, I don't know if it's a wireless thing or if it's a, some kind of wireless signal that puts it out, but when you uh, are in that zone, it just dies. It dies. All right, so, you know, we spent the night doing that and uh, it was a good time. We, we, we Despite my pain and my, my, my aches and pains, I got some amazing shots. It was a, some good time. We had some good food. Um, you know, uh, the next day we hit my first abandoned mall of all time. We went out and hit the Jamestown mall, um, which I, from all I've been told, it's coming down soon. Uh, the Jamestown mall, it's like in the Northern part of, of St. Louis. Uh, I want to say, I, I know I'm going to mangle the name of this, this town at Florissant, I think it's called, um, huge abandoned mall. All right, and it, and it was kind of weird. It was in the middle of kind of nowhere. You know, malls. You, you the malls you usually see are in suburban areas where there's lots of houses and businesses. This mall was kind of off by itself, in the middle of seemingly nowhere. Um, we we got there first thing in the morning, and we parked uh, down the road quite a ways and walked it in. And again, it was oppressive as all hell. It was hot. It was it was like seven in the morning. It was already it already felt like it was ninety degrees outside. Um, but we made our way to this mall and found an entrance um, through some peeled back boards. And man, I'll tell you what, an abandoned mall is so much different than any other abandoned building, right? I mean, if you've been to a mall, which I'm assuming you have, I mean, you know that there's big open spaces with, you know, lights and, uh, you know, fountains and benches and all this. And when you finally get into one that's been abandoned, as this one has, I want to say it's been abandoned for at least a decade. I forget exactly what... Uh, um, when it closed, 2014 is what I'm seeing here. So it's been closed for eight years. Um, it was a mess, right? Shattered glass everywhere. All right. Um, just, just uh, as somebody who grew up going to malls, this place, it was just, it was the saddest thing you've ever seen because all of the stores were empty. Um, everything was just destroyed, ravaged. The signs were, were scrapped. Everything was scrapped out. Um, Fires had been started in certain places. Kids had gotten in there and started fires in the food court. Um, the place just reeked of mildew and rot. Uh, the main anchor stores, I don't, I don't know what anchor stores they had there. I want to say it was a JCPenney's, a Macy's, or I think it was a Dillard store. Those places were pitch black, and water mains had broke inside of those anchor stores. So the place just was full of mildew. It was dark. It was moldy. Just we didn't even go into to a lot of those stores because they were so just miserable. We stayed in the open areas of the mall. You know, and that in itself was just, just shot after shot after shot, uh, broken glass and puddles and just reflections and it just it was it was crazy. Um, there was a movie theater there as well. We we got to explore that. That was really weird seeing a modern day movie theater completely shredded to pieces. You know, a movie theater that had been open eight years ago. You know, I could have seen any number of movies at this place had it been had I been there. All right, um, it, it, it's just it's wrecked. I mean, it was wrecked. And what was even crazier was because of the fact that there were skylights in there. You had sunlight coming in. You had plenty of heat. Uh, you had plenty of water. So the plants that had grown in the in the planters that were in the middle of the, of the mall had overgrown. So you had ivy covering whole huge stretches of the mall floor, right? So you're looking down the mall and you're seeing this carpet of green completely covering the floor. It was surreal. It was surreal. And as always, you know, Mother Nature takes back what's hers and the mall is no different. 
Um, so here, here was this monument to capitalism, right? And it was being devoured by Mother Nature, which is kind of, you know, kind of, kind of poetic, I guess. I don't know. But we spent a couple hours there, and uh, it was it was an experience. That was my first abandoned mall, and I, I ate that up. Um, you know, we we had a great time that that day. We hit a couple other buildings. We hit a couple churches. Uh, we were going to hit uh, one of the bigger high schools there, a place called Central High School. We we had parked outside of this place, and this is this was later in the afternoon. This was like two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, we hit a couple smaller places, um, nothing really exciting. But we were going to hit this school, and uh, we parked up down the street from it. And as we were, you know, getting ready, to, we, we did a little. We, we usually do a drive around the building to see what's going on, uh, just to see if there's anything sketchy going on. And as we were getting ready to to get out of the car and make a move to go into this this school, uh, this pickup truck drives down the street. And as it's passing us, we look over, and there are these two guys in the car, and as they're driving, they are shooting up heroin. All right? They're putting heroin into themselves as they're driving. All right? And the car drives up a little bit ahead of us, pulls off to the side, and these two dudes just nod off. And they were in this drug-induced stupor, and we're in... And, and that's when we noticed that there were other cars pulling up and uh, people got out of the cars and went into the school. We're like, yep, nope, we're not going in there. I mean, it, it had all the signs of, of some kind of deal going on or, you know, some kind of meeting of the minds of, of a gang, perhaps. I don't know. They, they, were, they looked like gang members. I don't know. It, 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 it wasn't explorers. Let's put it that way. They didn't have backpacks. They didn't have cameras. All right, these guys were there for business and we weren't going to be part of it. So we took off from there. We did not see Central High School. We're like, nope, we'll we'll pass on that. Um, not some place we wanted to go. Um, geez, what else? Oh, we did we did head over to East St. Louis. All right, East St. Louis, which is on the on the eastern shores of of the Mississippi, across from St. Louis proper, uh, technically in Illinois. All right, um, that place. Wow. All right. I thought Gary, Indiana was rough. I thought that Detroit had its areas. Uh, East St. Louis is a ghost town. I mean, it, 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 wow. All right. Um, but, but for all of that, when we went there, there were people everywhere. It was weird. Like here's, everything was abandoned. Yet there were people having cookouts in abandoned fields. There were people showing off their car. It was, it was weird. Like we didn't feel like we should explore there that day because there was so much going on. Um, we did hit a small church in East St. Louis that was kind of cool. It was kind of off, off away from the main drag, so we felt, well, you know, we're, we're okay over here. But we wanted to hit uh, the Majestic Theater, which is right downtown. Wasn't happening. All right, there were tons of people there. Um, just, it, just, it, we weren't going to risk people coming in after us. It wasn't that they probably would have done anything, but you just don't know. When there are that many people there um, and they see you go into a building like that with expensive equipment, it's it's best not to test fate. So we did not hit the Majestic that day. Um, we, uh, you know, we hit a couple more places and then we, we headed back into the city and hit a couple more locations. We hit a, a, a church or two and then we went back to the hotel for the night, got some dinner. Um, the, the last day, the morning, the, the, la the final day there, uh, we, we decided to hit a couple things in East St. Louis. We're like, let's go back. We'll try to hit the Majestic early in the morning. Uh, nobody's there. There's a bank we want to try to hit, right? Um, while we were there, it started raining, of course, you know, so we couldn't really do any outside shots. We tried the Majestic, but the entrance that we had, there was this giant hole, which made us turn around. 
Uh, so we did not get to see that again. But I got a really cool shot of the outside of the Majestic. It is beautiful. Like, just this Art Deco. Like, they do not build theaters like this anymore. And the crazy thing about the Majestic is the front, there's, like, trees growing out of the, the crevices in the in the the, uh, the stonework on the front of it. It just, oh, uh, it's just, it's amazing. It's a beautiful building. And I hope, I, I just, someday I hope somebody does something with it. Because it would be a shame for this place to get torn down. It's one of those places. All right. Um, but the last place we hit, the last place we stopped that weekend, all right, was a bank in East St. Louis. Um, it was, it was like this double. It had like a like a like a like a balcony deck. Like it had steps. It had a a main area, like a big empty main area, you know, where the the banking would have gone on with the teller windows and all that, you know. And then you could go up, and there was a balcony that went around the whole thing, like a horseshoe that went around the whole thing. And I'm assuming there were offices up there, you know, bank, banking offices or whatever. And that was all gone. Uh, it had red carpeting. It was. It was. It, you could tell. I mean, it was like an old. Like it looked like it was like maybe abandoned in the '80s. I don't know. But uh, we were in there shooting, and uh, while we were in there, that's when the thunderstorm hit. This massive, vicious thunderstorm came off the plains and just just, just slammed into East St. Louis. And the lightning was coming down everywhere. Like every five seconds, there was lightning and thunder. And lightning hit the building while we were in there. We're there shooting... And as we're setting up our shots, we hear it just it, ugh, just louder than like, like God slammed into the building, right? Um, and when that happened, sparks flew out of all of the outlets, right? You just see sparks flying, and I about cracked my pants. Like everybody in the building with us, you know, the the four of us basically had a a, a near load in our pants from that because it was so loud and so bright. And uh, you know, I wish I would have I wish I would have been uh, recording it at the time. It was insane. Um, but after the storm kind of leveled off, we, we scrambled back to our cars, we said our goodbyes, and we, we headed home. We, that was our last uh, place for the day. Um, we were going to hit some spots on the way back up to Toledo, where we had parked my car, but uh, unfortunately, Wasteland Explorer's truck began to act up. Sometimes, I want to say it was the alternator was acting up, and... Uh, Whenever we'd hit a certain speed, it would start to to make all kinds of racket and noise. I, I don't know what was going on. We were, we were terrified that we were going to be stuck somewhere in some you know rural Indiana town where some guy you know would would, would, would want to repair it, and we'd be like, well, what do you owe? What do we owe you? Well, how much you got? It'd be like one of those situations. Um, but luckily, it made it back, and we both returned home to our respective cities. I think I got home at like midnight that night. Was when I rolled into Cleveland. But uh, it was an amazing adventure. I, I'm looking forward to going back. I'm looking forward to seeing what else. I'm, I'm going to be meeting up with some locals there, some friends of ours uh, that we we uh, brought on tour with us to Detroit. They came up to Detroit, and we took them around. And now I'm going down there to to hang out with them for a couple of days. So I'm hoping I can see some really awesome stuff. They, they know all of the spots down there, whereas we did not know them at the time. So we'll see what we, we get to see. Uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with those guys. They're a lot of fun. All right. Um, but anyway, that is the St. Louis adventure of August of 2021. Um, we'll see what 2022 brings here in a couple of hours when I leave. Um, but yeah, that's the story. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, as always, uh, if, if you liked what you heard, follow, follow the podcast. Um, follow me on, on Facebook at Mr. P Explorers, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and we're on Vero as well now. So, you know, give a follow. Say hey. Drop by. Say hello. Um, Yeah. That's about it. 
So I'm going to bid you guys a fond adieu as I continue my packing. All right. Uh, again, by the time you hear this, it'll be next week. So who knows where we'll be. All right. Um, so enjoy. Have a great weekend coming up here. Uh, if you're going out exploring, as always, stay safe. All right. Get some great shots in. Um, you know, document whatever you find. I always love seeing what you guys come up with. Um, I love seeing what uh, what my fellow explorers are, are up to. All right. So uh, keep posted. All right. Um, have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you, I'll see you, see you on the other side. Uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. This is Mr. P signing off. <laughs>